Today's gospel story from Matthew is difficult to understand, but when understood, it becomes challenging. We hear about a generous king who invites guests to a wedding, and the guests refuse or ignore this invitation. Just imagine you're invited to a wedding. Maybe you would say no, but if it is a royal wedding, wedding of the president's son, a wedding of, the, of a member of the British royal family, you would take that invitation. But what are their reasons for refusing? They say they have to go to their farm. Another says he has to look into his business. And it does not end there. The story just gets ugly. The king sends a second group of servants to invite. And this time around, the guests mistreat and kill the servants. And then the king, on hearing this, he destroys and burns the, the city of these guests. And then he extends this invitation to anybody and everybody. So as we're kind of listening to this, we understand it's not an ordinary story. The king represents God the Father. The son represents Jesus Christ. The servants represent the prophets. And the burning of the city represents the destruction of the temple. If you remember, this gospel is written by Matthew um, many years after Jesus dies. In the year 70 AD, the temple of Jerusalem is destroyed. So aren't you and I being invited all the time to the wedding feast? We hear the words, come to the feast, when we read the Bible, when we pray, maybe when we listen to a motivational talk or a video, maybe when we encounter a saintly person in our church, in our neighborhood, maybe at a family celebration when all of us are together and having a good time. When we hear that little voice calling us to forgive our family members, our friends and others who have broken our trust. Or maybe in nature, when I see a beautiful sunset, that I'm invited, come, come to the feast. How devastating must it be to the Father when we give reasons like I'm busy with my job, with my studies, with sports, social life, and our own problems. 
What are your priorities? The indifference to the call and the lack of prioritization many a times brings death to our spiritual life. Today's story wants to point us to this tragedy, the tragedy of running away from the most beautiful and important invitation in our lives. A famous Catholic writer would describe this as an offer of grace usually refused. And the reason is our own egotism, our own pride. The Gospel continues. It talks about the king telling his servants, go out, therefore, into the main roads and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. But even though we refuse this invitation of grace, God does not give up. In Christianity, we don't come crawling to God, but God comes crawling to us. The king notices that the hall, the banquet hall is full of guests, but he notices something odd. He says, friend, how did you come here without a wedding garment? And um, the man is silent, and the next thing we know, the king throws him out into darkness. So we are just beginning to like the king, and now when we hear this, we start disliking this king because he's getting dark. So our first problem in spiritual life is that we do not prioritize God's grace and refuse it. The second thing that could go wrong in spiritual life is that I say, yes, I want you, Lord, but then I don't change. Grace comes first, which is followed by our response. And then, brothers and sisters, we must change. A beggar lived near a king's palace and he found an announcement on the gates of the, king, of the king's palace uh, where the king was giving a great dinner and he invited anybody and everybody under one condition that they had to wear royal garments. The beggar looked at his rags and he said, you know, this dinner is only for royal persons and their family. And dejected, he was walking back. That's when an idea crept in. He approached the guard. He said, could he, could, could he meet the king? 
and the guard asked him to wait. He went quickly. He checked with the king and a few moments later came back and said, yes, the king, you could go and meet the king. And um, when this beggar gets in front of the king, he tells the king, you know what, I want to attend this wedding, I mean this dinner, but, but I don't have royal garments. Can you please give me some of your old garments? The king thinks, he calls his son, he says, you know, take this man and dress him up with some of your clothes. So the prince takes the um, beggar and uh, he gives him some of his clothes and he dresses him up. And the prince uh, tells him that you will not need any other clothes. These clothes will last forever. As uh, the beggar was leaving in his new say, royal garments, he notices his pile of rags lying on the floor. And then he thinks, what if the prince was wrong? I may need these clothes again. So he picks this old, his old rags, he bundles it up and he carries it. And the dinner is, is beyond his expectations. And, and, the, um, and the beggar, as he is there, he's trying to hold on to this bundle of rags. And in the process, the rag keeps falling down from his lap. And while this is happening, the food, the most delicious food is being passed around. But it's being passed around really quickly. And he misses a lot of these dishes. And um, with time, he realizes that the prince was right, that his clothes, you know, were lasting forever. But the beggar grew fonder and fonder of his old rags. Even the people around him did not notice the royal garments that he was wearing, and they called him the old man with rags. So finally, he was on his deathbed and the king came to visit this man. And the king has a sad look because he sees this old rags lying beside his bed. That's when the beggar realizes that the old rags cost him his entire lifetime in living true royalty. So he, along with the king, wept bitterly for his foolishness. We could all be like this beggar, not living our true royalty. Our story today from the Gospel invites us to put on the wedding garments, to enter the celebration in a worthy way. The wedding garments stand for works of love, non-violence, truth, commitment, mercy, forgiving our enemies, compassion, meekness, purity, holiness. It stands for transformation of our lives. It means in St. Paul's language, putting on Christ. 
So we cannot remain unchanged. At the center of Christian life is conversion. Every Sunday, Mass is an invitation to the Lamb's Feast. This is an anticipation to that final feast that we will all be partaking in. Not only are we called to wear our best clothes to this Eucharistic banquet, but also to put on the wedding garments, unless we want to be found like the man in the Gospel, not worthy. It is never too late to change. In the words of St. John Henry Newman, in a higher world it is otherwise, but here below to live is to change, and to be perfect is to have changed often.